0: Just about 4.07 on the Central Coast on this Friday, December 29th, our last broadcast of the year. Yay! Why, but yay. Um, What's on your mind? We'll find out. We'll have an open line to end the year. At 5.05, Jerry Shea at 6.05 explains why he and his wife are moving to Oregon. It is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Before the break, I was talking about how New Times and the Tribune cover the community differently. And this is really illustrated, I think, by the stories that they pick to focus on the most important stories of 2023. And there's a third component to that. Here she is right now. The one, the only, Ms. Karen Feely.
2: Hello, Dave. How are you? I'm doing great. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. And you are right. Cal Coast News had very different stories that, they, that we determined. We basically determine what are the top stories of the year, but what are the stories that are read the most? What are the most important to the people in the community? Because
0: you've got those clicks. People yes. click on the website. You know how many people are reading your
2: stories. And I know what is important to the community.
0: What, do you, what would you say is important to the community now?
2: What, Based what, on your experience. What has been very important, well, oddly enough, which is a, um, a, to some isn't a huge story, but the parking is very, anything about parking, people in the community are very, very upset about the paid parking in slow and and um, Robles. But the biggest story of the year was the indictment of someone for bribing supervisor Adam Hill.
0: You're talking about Ryan Wright Patetit.
2: Well, and it, it wasn't just Ryan Wright. You have an indictment that talks about multiple public officials, you know, employees and people in this community being involved in um, uh, alleged corruption. And the the indictment was just for Ryan Wright, but it talks about his co-conspirator, which the documents say is John Belcher. It talks about a number of frauds, and they only arrested Ryan Wright because he was getting ready to flee. So what this shows us is there's an ongoing large investigation Likely more arrests on the way, and one person was arrested for bribing Adam Hill.
0: So let's compare this. And uh, New Times and the Tribune did not rank the stories, but it, the first story that New Times mentioned was record-breaking storms, what happened last year, and the sad death of the young boy, Kyle Doan. Obviously, huge story. Huge story. Huge story. And the Tribune, uh, the first story they mentioned was Diablo Canyon remaining open? You don't seem to think that's a big deal. It,
2: it's a big, it's a very, very big deal. But we have been we have been hearing for well more than a year that the governor was going to keep it open. Every other agency had already said yes. There was one last agency that said they. It was clear it was going to be kept open by regulators by different things that they have done, and so it was more that a lot of this occurred last year with the push to keep it open by the governor and uh, federal officials and this type of thing.
0: Which uh, Calco's news story of 2023 had the most clicks?
2: Um, I, the two were very close, were the um, arrest of Ryan Wright for bribing supervisor Adam Hill and the um, sexual misconduct stories uh, regarding a teacher coach at San Luis High School.
0: Does either one of those surprise you in terms of the response, or could you have predicted that?
2: I didn't I didn't realize that the high school teacher surprised me a little bit, because usually a story like that gets out, gets a little bit, but that story in totality has brought out that there are four or five other men that were involved in the school, have also had sexual misconduct with alleged sexual misconduct with students, some were allowed to retire when it became <clears throat> very obvious. They just got another one. Another guy, um, was a math teacher, was taken out, and he is, um, on this time, they took it over to officials. The reason I think this is such a big story is it wasn't just one teacher. And the amount of women in this community and in this county that have been subject to sexual misconduct at so high is larger than I would have imagined.
0: I, I su- suspect, Karen, that in, in with all three, New Times, Tribune, and you, you are putting the spotlight on the fact that what you do is largely investigative reporting. So, for example, the Tribune, one of the stories they singled out is a series they did, which was a good series, Pollution from Dry Cleaners. New Times really doesn't do investigative journalism. But they seem to have a particular interest in what 's been happening in Oceano. They seem to be writing a lot about Oceano lately, whereas you the stories that you 're talking about these are stories that you broke
2: yes and i and I also have covered the issues in oceano and while the issues in Oceano are um, they are big news because it 's such um, it 's it's so scandalous, the amount of people that read it is very small it 's a small community, a small a community service district, and they are just—it's bad behavior all the way around the, you know, across the board. So I, I, I see why the New Times picked that. I considered picking Oceano, but I was looking at the amount of people in the community, of the county, and its impact on the county, and it didn't—it didn't make my list. But I understand why the New Times did that.
0: So the two big stories for you locally are the teacher scandal. At San Luis Coastal, and then everything involving the FBI and Ryan Wright Patented.
2: Those are two of my stories, but I had a few more. Yeah, for, but those are the two big ones. Those are the two top ones. Yes. Those are the those
0: are the two that were most read on your site by your readers.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And for people who have been following the Wright Patented story, what happens next in that saga?
2: Well, we don't know until um, more it comes out there is more there's more and more being available through the government almost every week and we do know that the co-conspirator is john belcher and that john belcher is tied to the wrong wrongdoing we do know by the indictments there's a multitude of public employees and officials that had a hand in this but again they only arrested ryan at this point Because they thought he was going to flee the country, generally, federal prosecutors do not make arrests during civil cases. There is a civil case that has been supposed to end, supposed to end um, for weeks on end, with Belcher and Pettit being sued by the Chases for allegedly defrauding them out of more than two million dollars. The case is still not ended. It is now slated to end on March 8th.
0: So something could happen after that?
2: After that or before that, because the case is generally over except for one last hearing.
0: By the way, have you watched the new KSBY?
2: No. Okay. I read their stories online. I do read KSBY every day, but I don't usually watch it.
0: Oh, I i was telling people before you got here, I watched it last. I watched the 11 o'clock last night. Richard Gerhardt, the anchor, the anchor is on for like a minute at the very beginning. He welcomes people, then he went right away to weather with Dave Hovde, and then it was just it's just—it just jumps from reporter to reporter to reporter. They don't go back to Richard at all. They just here's Karen Veely in Pismo Beach, and then it jumps to Hi, I'm Dave Congleton, your community reporter in Pastor Robles.
2: It's really weird. Do you like it or not no. like it? No,
0: I feel sorry for Richard. <laughs> well, seriously, because I mean. With all due respect to Richard, who I think has been a great anchor in the history of Dan Shadwell and John Summer and Rick Martel and Lynn Deal and all those folks. Uh, why do you need him if you're only going to put him on for a minute?
2: And do you think this is a new format across yeah, the board?
0: it's Scripps. This is how Scripps does its TV stations. Anyway, Karen Veal is here. We're picking the top stories of 2023. More of that conversation straight ahead right here on KVEC. Karen Vealey from CalCoast News, calcoastnews.com, the investigative reporting website for the Central Coast is our guest, picking the top stories of 2023 locally. On the text line, I would think that the Paul Flores, Kristen Smart would be a big story. Absolutely huge.
2: No, it's an absolutely huge story. It happened last year. They had one thing, they they delayed his sentencing, which we all knew what it was going to be, to, I think, January. The fact that Everyone covered it, and everyone considered that the biggest story of last year. But this year that he was actually sentenced, he's already been in jail for several years, and all that happened this year was the sentencing. We already knew he was guilty. It was big. That was all last year. How
0: big it's big? I'll take it. I'll take it. So when are they going to go dig up the yard?
2: When are they going to go dig up the yard? I don't know. Do you think they should? Oh, absolutely.
0: Um... Charles is listening
2: today. Uh, well, he's just enjoying the segment. All right. You know, one of the things <laughs> I—the the fact that there is a, you know, multi-year investigation by the feds—it finally comes out, and they put out indictments, talking about the airport land use issues, talking about public officials saying, you know, putting this out. I am wondering if the reason the Tribune could not put this out. Is because it was this was launched by my investigation. Calco's News, Dan and I did Dan Blackburn. We did an investigation years ago, and it was 2015. We wrote that Adam Hill was working for Belcher and Pettit, and doing um, promoting their projects. And I'm at the time they continued to endorse Adam Hill and basically said that our reporting was wrong. So are they not putting this out now as a major story because they are not the ones that investigated it? They don't give us credit. right? Or
0: are they waiting for the other shoe to drop and whoever else might be arrested to be arrested and then they'll cover it?
2: No, they've covered it. They've covered it. They just haven't given us credit. And in fact, it was interesting. They said they determined on their own that Adam Hill was a person being bribed. Because in the indictment it says, uh, "Slo County Supervisor Number One." It doesn't. Um, it doesn't put Adam Hill's name.
0: All right, let's take a call. We've got Keith Gurney checking in. Hey, Keith. Hey. Hey. Hey, Dave. Hey, sir. Hey, Keith. How you doing, Karen? I'm
3: doing great. What's up? Well, I'm. I'm going to ask you a question that you're not supposed to get today, and that is, what are going to be the big stories next year? <laughs>
2: I think the um, indictments will be the biggest stories of next year. When these things, when if if there are arrests by the FBI, I suspect those will be the biggest stories next year. And there's also more coming out regarding public officials that we're looking into, and more with other developers.
0: What do you think is going to be the big story, Keith? Um, well, obviously the
3: national election, and and who knows where this is going. Yeah, but uh, lo- but locally. But locally, uh, I think I think there's going to be more uh, more of the legacy of corruption that started in 2016 coming out about different people and in, in government.
0: I think so too, Karen. You're nodding and, your head,
2: and, and I agree. And and the other thing is, and I was um, the parking issue. I know it's not <laughs> as big as as Diablo or the storms or you know some of this, but that is something that people in this community are passionate about oh it it is
3: huge yep and and did you hear mama's meatballs move is moving to the upper crust yep site
0: yeah we talked about citing, that last week yep
3: c- citing the uh the parking rate increase is the reason for their leaving downtown yep and, i am surprised you know, that public
2: officials we, are not listening
3: Oh, I know. And, you know, I was around when we were trying to revitalize downtown San Luis, and it worked. And now uh, they seem to be uh, determined to destroy it.
0: To be continued. Keith, Happy New Year. Thanks for checking in. John checks in on the text line. God bless Karen. In her, we have true journalism still alive. Thank you
4: very much, John.
0: Uh, David joins us on KVEC. Hey, David.
4: Oh, thanks, Dave. And, uh, uh, Karen? Yeah, I, uh, I tuned in late, so I'll listen on the podcast as you were talking about, uh, San Luis, uh, or excuse me, about, uh, Diablo. I, I mean, that's, uh, jeez, what a, what a mess that is. I, I'm calling you from up in San Francisco where Abalone Alliance was And we've got some of the old literature from before they actually made that plant operational. And there was a chart showing how expensive it was to dismantle it. And for PG&E, They fought us, they called the FBI on us, they had every kind of spy and infiltrator they could do to uh, deny the reality of what they've just done to the ratepayers of California to pay for the dismantling of a plant that was faulty to begin with and uh, uh, disreputable by management. Uh, I've had three of the different uh, uh, PUC commissioners say that they believe that PG&E is organized crime. Uh, this is after the, uh, you know, the uh, burning up of uh, the pipeline yeah. in uh, San Bruno. Yeah, uh, but but and, but David, the,
0: the CPUC went ahead and approved the extension of Diablo Canyon.
4: Oh, well, I know, and it was uh, a couple of different commissioners by then. Uh, but uh, I agree. Yeah, there's there's something totally wrong with PG&E and the idea that they could bury that stuff on the beach. And uh, my call was uh, about, you know, in a local way, the oceans rise is a big part of climate change. And what's that going to do to real estate values in California?
0: All right. So is that going to be a big and, story next year?
2: Um, I. I think that the five year extension, it's a five year extension. It wasn't saying this is going to go on forever. It's going to go on forever. You think? Well, they, think they so. don't. they The big issue was they have no way to replace the 10% of the energy that they produce for the state of California. Yeah.
0: All right, David, thanks for checking in. Let me get to Scott before the news break. Hey, Scott.
1: Hello, Dave. Hello, Karen. Hey,
2: Scott. Hi, Scott.
1: I, I think the big story should be the downtown. Exactly what uh, Keith Gurney brought up is that, I think for so, people
0: of San Luis, yes, but for the county, yeah. no. But, but no. go ahead, go ahead, Scott. Why is it so important?
1: Well, just another store closed down this week. I think uh, 2024, we're going to see more closing closures. So at that point, when is the city going to cave uh, on their zany bike lanes? So, Karen, I had a question for you. Um, can you give us an update on the South Iguera Project? Is that something that's going to fizzle through or um, this is what the the bike lanes or I mean the the four lane uh, going down to to two lanes.
0: Which is a nightmare. Somebody who drives that multiple times a week that idea is a nightmare.
2: And I'm not sure where that is now. So far the council has just been saying they're moving forward.
0: I I believe they're gathering public feedback and having hearings and things like that. No final decision's been made.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know, because I haven't heard much on it, and you know how the city, they do things. You know, I would encourage you, Scott, post-more.
0: this is the time to be emailing your city council members to let them know that you have deep concerns about that project. Don't wait until it's too late.
1: Yeah, I, I, I have, and I'm going to have to do it more. <laughs> I wish we had representatives in this town. Fortunately, we have, to, we have to write to all five of them, because we have no districts.
0: Well, but you can just send one email, and it goes to everybody on staff and a city council that's relevant
1: yeah or maybe some youtube videos and have them watch them <laughs> so. yeah good luck with okay. that okay all right happy scott happy new year, happy uh, new year. Uh, karen dave thank, thank you
0: thank you uh cheryl is sending very appreciative text hey cheryl if it wasn't for karen Veely, we wouldn't know what's going on in this county
2: that's thank you very much thank you and one thing is i think the parking is a bigger issue than just to the people of Slow. When I talk to friends that do not live in Slow, they talk about where they're gonna go based on parking. Yeah. You know, they don't want to go to Paso anymore. They don't want people in uh, Paso are going to a tascadero
0: some friends of mine yesterday took me to lunch at Giuseppe's downtown, but they came and got me so I didn't have to pay for parking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it does make a difference in what in what people are doing. And if you look at what a Tascadero's doing They're going to turn their main drag there into something like Pismo with sideways, you know, the the slanted parking and an island in the middle in order to have more parking in the downtown.
0: All right. We are parked with Karen Veely from Cal Coast News picking the top local stories of 2023. We've got news, traffic, weather, more of your phone calls and text messages to come. This is Hometown Radio. on the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. I want you to have a great New Year's, a safe New Year's, please. Enjoy Best Dave on Monday, and Craig and I will be back with you on uh, Tuesday. Well, here's a text for Karen Veely on the text line, which after January 1st will go back to being the Stolberg text line. Happy New Year's, everyone. Well, thank you. I think my New Year's resolution, I will finally drop my 40-year subscription of the Tribune and invest in KELCO's news. Keep up the good work, Karen.
2: Thank you very much. And we do take subscribers. We don't put up a paywall, and I'll tell you why. I want the information to get out to the public. and um, But we do ask people to subscribe, and that helps us to put out the news and Maybe, do our investigations. Why not put up a paywall? Make some money. Because I want the, the amount of people that, you, that do not go on and do not read the news, and I believe it's more important that the public... Knows the news. I don't know why the news, the media here, because of the economy, media is having a very hard time making it. But the nastiness in the media when you when you uncover a story and you write about it, and then they either you know say it was their story or they refuse to give you credit. It's a little. Um, it's a. It it really makes it look bad for media.
0: Uh, we welcome your phone calls for Karen. We're just talking about the top of local stories, local stories of 2023, 805- 543-8830 or 800-549- 5832. We've talked about the record-breaking storms of last winter, the tragic death of young Kyle Doan. We have talked about Diablo Canyon and Kristen Smart and Paul Flores. Uh, Karen has also been pointing to the stories that she broke, the uh, bribery corruption scandal surrounding Belcher and Wright-Petet, all so, what has been happening with the San Luis Coastal School District. Uh, 805-543-8830. Any update on the Brandau story?
2: Um, the Brandau, well, there, was a, there was another a math teacher who was, re, Brandau has not, there's a lawsuit against Brandau, and there's a lot of information. The parents have proof that the school district wasn't completely, as they say, honest, Um Regarding what happened, but there's been another man, um, a math teacher, who was recently, Ethan, um, I can't think of his last name, who was recently put on uh, administrative leave under similar uh, allegations. Actually, I've talked to some of the victims, and I've talked to some of the parents, and one of the things the school district did is they put out a press release saying, you know, we immediately put this man on paid administrative leave while we investigated. But according to the mother, one of the people that complained, <clears throat> she complained in August, and she went in and she made an appointment with the principal, and she went into his office and he said, "I have very little time for this. Tell me what the issue was." And the issue was, her fifteen-year-old daughter was in the class. The math teacher had done a um, had done a test, and he was telling the children, "I want you all. I'm going to go over what's wrong in your test." He handed it back to them, and he went over some of the problems, and he said, I want you to all correct your tests. Then he called this 15-year-old girl up to his desk. He put her chair right in front of him, and then he put her test on a clipboard, set it on her crotch, and said, here's what you did wrong here. And he wanted her to correct it with the test on his crotch, and she said, I want to do it on a desk, and he said, no, you need to do it here.
0: He put the clipboard on
2: his crotch? On his crotch.
0: Hmm.
2: And in front of the entire class had her grading her test with it on his crotch. And it, it embarrassed the girl. The mother goes in, gets a few minutes with the principal, who says, I don't think it's that big a deal, and actually discounted her. According to the mother, I've talked to the child, 15-year-old young girl. This she was very embarrassed. Slow high? Slow high. Hmm. But they did They did report this one to law enforcement after they got more complaints.
0: Uh, Will checks in on the text line. Hey, Will, wishing us a Happy New Year. Thanking Will. It would be nice to have parking back for people who don't live in San Luis, who don't use a bike, who drive downtown to go shopping, or for DoorDash. Also, State Street in Santa Barbara. There's hardly any parking there. Well, yeah, they don't want you... Uh, Well, if you want a sense of what San Luis is trying to be, go to downtown Santa Barbara. They've closed down most of State Street. They're discouraging cars. This is what San Luis is doing. The difference is, is that Santa Barbara is admitting it. San Luis is trying to have it both ways. Oh, no, no, no. We really want the car. But we don't really want the car. Am I wrong?
2: No, you are absolutely right.
0: All right, let's take another call. We've got Eric joining us on KVEC. Hi, Eric.
5: How you guys doing? Well, good,
0: Eric.
2: Hi. Eric. Yeah,
5: I, I think one of the biggest stories are, that wasn't reported on is you really have two. You have the pay per play going on in San Luis Obispo County with Bruce Gibson, Don, and Jimmy. Um, you saw it with Bruce Gibson and with the water districts in North County, and you saw it in redistricting. You know their donors who were the, the two of the four people in the lawsuit. They just went with what the donors. Said, I mean, uh, at the very least, it's unethical. Um, take money, you give money to those three, and you kind of get what you want.
2: And and there are a lot of um, there are allegations of issues with the county. Our second our second story on our page talks about how Jimmy Paulding wanted the CCC Energy, and then when um, the county administrator questioned the you know the issues with ccc energy cc energy was getting ready to um the state was shutting them down be able to bring new people in because they had some issues and the county got in at the very last minute while the county administrator at the time didn't want um wanted everybody to be aware of the issues he ended up getting pulled out and um they were going to do a review of him he left and then they put in a guy that donated to bruce gibson's campaign that is in my second i do have that in my stories
5: and one of the funny parts is when that man was on dave's show he said he had never met bruce gibson and then uh, you look at the 420s and his and then in that same episode he says well i met him and i donated to him But before that, on the same program, he said he never met him. So, I mean, it is if you pay Bruce Gibson, Don, or Jimmy, you'll get what you want.
0: Speaking of all this, Eric, any update on the recall movement against Supervisor Gibson? Uh, My understanding is the
5: paperwork goes through on the 2nd. There'll probably be a petition by the 4th, and I believe they're having a... um, I know they're having tomorrow at the Republican headquarters in North County. Anybody's welcome to go. You don't have to be a Republican, but they're going to show people how to uh, go out and get people to sign petitions, et cetera, from, I think, 10 to 12.
0: Well, this could be a potentially big story in 2024, depending upon
2: what happens, Karen. Yes, and there's, there's, um, there's likely to be maybe even four recalls the first part of the year. Well,
0: who else might be recalled?
2: I am hearing they're working on getting recall petitions for three of um, the mayor and two council members uh, in Grover Beach.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Er, er, Eric, anything else from you? Uh, That's it. You guys have a great New Year's. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for calling. 805-543-8830, 800-549-5832, as Karen Vealy picks the top local stories. That is going to be interesting down in Grover Beach. I know Debbie Peterson and others are trying to organize a recall against Karen Bright and the other two who voted for Central
2: Coast Blue. Yes, and and it's partly based on uh, the idea that um, uh, Karen Bright got up during the meeting and had made a comment that because they couldn't get enough people to put it on the to stop the raise that the bulk of the people were for the raise and that irritated some people in the community that said not everybody opposed to raising rates actually um said in their uh what do you call it their
0: yeah their their no vote yeah okay uh we got jeff in los sosos hey jeff good evening hey, jeff. how are we, we doing we're good happy new year Yes,
6: indeed. Um, I, the story emerged in this year, and I think it's going to play out further next year. And that's offshore wind. Hmm. I think that's going to be a big story.
0: What's well, going to be the story, though, Jeff? What do you think? Well, um, you,
6: you talked about Diablo continuing. It's my belief that that uh, uh, half of the impetus for the offshore is is an effort to to kill Diablo for good because it, it replaces the energy it generates, in effect um but but fundamentally i think it's it's how um it's been predetermined at the state level with various uh, bits of leg- legislation that is fast tracking uh, offshore wind and and foregoing local uh, participation
2: and i absolutely agree with you for myself personally i believe it's one of the biggest stories of the year the issue is the public very often is not interested in stories, for example, um, the story about the um, the airport land use issues and allegations of wrongdoing back in two thousand and sixteen most hardly anyone read the stories. I thought it was very important it 's clearly now that the FBI is investigating it, but the general public does they didn't not do a lot of reading about it, and they often don't. Um, get very involved in some of these type of stories until it impacts them.
0: Yeah. What else, Jeff?
6: Well, I was just going to. There, there's ob- the obvious offshore uh, impacts and and the uh, the implications there. But then then a lot of attention is drawn to the onshore uh, facilities that may be needed to accommodate this this uh, this project. So uh,
0: to, that's all. To be continued, as they say. Thank you, Jeff. Now, I don't know, uh, on the text line, any update on the episode of police brutality against the local videographer? Do you know anything about that? Um, the officer tried to elbow the guy?
2: you know anything? I've seen a number of videos with officers getting much more aggressive with people videotaping. I have seen one um, one videotape, but I haven't gotten a lot of information on it yet.
0: Yeah, so the answer to the texture would be no. There's no update. All right, we'll take a short break and come back for a final segment with Karen Veely. We're live, we're local, we're hometown.
1: It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know
0: it. I feel fine. Another laudatory uh, text message here for Karen Veely. Are you are you sitting there texting yourself? Are you
2: doing that? Well, absolutely. What do you think?
0: (laughs) Hi. Happy New Year. Thank you, Karen, for everything you do. I read you every morning, so I know uh, this has been more than a year ago. Oh, uh, I see the sentence now. Uh, This person is wondering whatever happened to Tiana Arata, the protester.
2: And at this point, um, the, the, the state, I think, just went after a couple minor things. I don't know how everything finished out. Um, I heard she married, moved to the L.A. area, but I haven't heard a whole lot about her since.
0: All right. Let's bring Keith Grady back into the conversation. Hey, Keith. Hey,
3: Dave. Hey, Keith. I just want to compliment you and Karen for being the uh, the most informative people in this county. It, without you two, and, and I don't want to associate you two, but I, I think... You guys are doing great. Letting
4: us know what's going on.
0: That's very kind of you to say. And I would come back and say I'm merely a microphone for Ms. Veely. She's the one that's diving into trash bins and working the phones. And once well, she gets the stuff, I give her the platform. You're
3: way too humble. You're, yeah. you, you you are just as important as she is.
0: That's very nice of you, Keith.
2: Thank you very much, Keith. You bet.
0: All right. Take care. Happy New Year. No, you're the one that, I've I'm, I'm never been in a trash bin. You do all the heavy lifting. Uh, but when I, you have something legitimate, I certainly welcome you into the
2: studio. And um, I don't, I actually have several people that do the dumpster diving for, me, for no, me. But you used to do it, right? I've done some, but most of it, with Kelly Gearhart, I had a guy up in that part of the county, With Belcher and Pettit, I had a guy in this part of the county.
0: If you want in on this conversation with Karen, we need to hear from you now, please. 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. We're just picking the top local stories. We mentioned Santa Barbara earlier. Uh, The text line, I'm being reminded that Santa Barbara also decided they're going to remove their parklets downtown. So all these outdoor restaurants in Santa Barbara are going to go away. Which I think is a very good idea.
2: And are they doing that to get more people to come in so there's more parking?
0: I don't know. I
2: have no idea. Because that's that's the biggest complaint right now is parking in both SLO and pass Robles.
0: All right. You wanted to talk about Oceano Dunes.
2: And uh, while there's um, some people, I don't go to the Oceano Dunes. But for decades, they have fought to close down the Oceano Dunes. They first claimed there was silica blowing. It was proven false. They then made another claim, proven false. Then they got the Coastal Commission under the silica claim, became involved, and then voted they had to close it down. There was a lawsuit, and a judge determined in San Luis Obispo County that the Coastal Commission had overstepped its bounds and did not have the legal authority to do that, which is huge. This has been going on in our county for decades. But also, at the same time, there the Coastal Commission has lost multiple lawsuits. Gary Grossman a developer here. He has a home in Pismo Beach. And he has been in a battle with them over their control over protecting your property. And another neighborhood in California sued them for the same reasons. And the Coastal Commission was also told, you're overstepping your bounds. They also backed down with Gary Grossman regarding his seawall. So the Coastal Commission is taking hit after hit after hit, saying you cannot, you are not the over, the largest Agency in the state of California with ultimate control.
0: Hmm. I'm looking here at the lists. Um, both New Times, well, New Times, and no, New Times and Tribune both listed homelessness as a big issue. You don't have it as one.
2: Well, homelessness is a big issue, but it's been a big issue for years. And um, there hasn't been any major changes in what is going on. We had issues with homeless parking during COVID, and then they had the people move out. But I do not think that was one of the top stories of the year. And I will tell you, for the last probably 20 years, San Luis Obispo County has been ranked per capita, in the top 10 in the United States. I've, I've seen years where we're number two for having the highest number of homelessness in the, in the United States. So they haven't done anything to make it better. Um, I don't know what the big story is right now with homelessness.
0: Uh, basically, they're being kicked out of everywhere and they don't have a place to go. Nobody wants them. It's the same old story. Nobody wants them. They have no place to go, but they're not going to go anywhere.
2: Well, and I will tell you, the, <laughs> their homelessness is about the same and slow, but the difference is, um, and I walked the streets two nights in a row with uh, Josh Friedman late at night. And there are dozens and dozens of dozens of homeless sleeping downtown. And we park. San Luis. San Luis at night, you'll be shocked. I just walked around my bank. There were three different homeless encampments around my bank. They, they put their stuff up in the morning. And I asked person after person, why are you now sleeping downtown? And over and over again, they told me the San Luis Obispo police do not want them in encampments near the riverbeds or other places they want them all downtown and they won't mess with them so that was the the um that was the word i got from many and i will tell you the amount of people i saw eating out of trash cans was sad
0: i predict that in december 2024 karen Veely will be here looking back on the stories of 2024 and the homeless story won't have changed one bit
2: no, unless they make a change, unless they do something to make this better. And right now, there's been this idea, let's funnel money to nonprofits. And there's been allegations of failure of oversight with many of these nonprofits.
0: Uh, the Tribune, not all of them. The Tribune listed the firing of John Nylon as a top story. New Times does not. What about you?
2: Oh, absolutely. It's, it's number two on our list.
0: Okay. Why is it number well, two? It's
2: number, well, it's not just John Nylon. It was all the disruption in the county. You had a new board come in, and they immediately wanted to um, remove the, um, um, who was it? Wayne Horton. Horton. Right. There was an issue uh, with some things. that Again, it went back to the 4C Energy. There were issues with 4C Energy. He wanted further looking at it. Um, Right after he said that, he was pushed out by the liberal majority and they put a new man in. And then, um, the force the energy went through very quickly and the new man was also, uh, found to have done wrongdoing. But in the beginning, the complaints against this man were the first week he was in office. I knew about this back in the summer. Hmm. Nothing happened till a Cal Poly, an affiliate of Cal Poly made a complaint and then they removed it because they had an official complaint from someone outside of a county employee.
0: The Tribune also listed the return of the Integrated Waste Management Authority. New Times doesn't list it, you don't list it either.
2: I don't think that's the biggest story. The county left, and it was it's a big issue. Jimmy wanted to go, there was corruption found with the IWMA, serious corruption. They were literally using IWMA monies, credit cards, to pay home bills like your phone bill. They were having gardeners work on home properties. This was, um, there was quite a bit of misbetting and corruption in that agency. The county got out of it. Jimmy said when he went back, he was going to put them in and that it was going to be better to be with them. I don't know. They charge more than it was through the county. But since then, I have heard that. Trash rates, for example, Santa Margarita and others are expecting huge trash rates with this change.
0: All right. As Karen puts together a final thought, I circle back to my opening point an hour ago where I say you've got to expose yourself to multiple sources of media, whether it's national or locally. You've got to read the Tribune. You've got to check out New Times. You certainly have to check out Cal Coast News. You have to watch KSBY and listen to KVEC. And then from all these media sources combined, I submit you will have some sense of what's going on in the community. But if you want investigative reporting, you want to know what the best uh, bad guys are getting up to, then you want to support CalCoastNews.com, where Karen Veely has 45 seconds to wrap things up.
2: Yes, and I I appreciate Dave. Uh, we have a subscribe button. We have moved to a new subscribe. It's not through PayPal anymore. We still have the PayPal, but we're now asking we ask our bank to get involved. We had some hacking attempts, and we even had a hacking attempt recently with our bank. They never got anywhere with it, but they attempted to hurt our um, our subscribe. By somebody purchased a list of bad credit cards, then using a bot, they put thirty-two thousand dollar, thirty-two thousand one dollar donation on stolen credit cards. But now that we're working with a bank, it's a little bit bigger issue, and you have um, people that look into that. But please, Can you trace go them? on and subscribe? Oh, they, with bots, you use a bot, you're you're traceable.
0: Okay, so you're gonna find out who did it.
2: I'm hoping to find out. I'm hoping there's charges made. I hope so, too. All right, Karen, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Off
0: we go. News, traffic, weather, what's on your mind? Let's find out. Friday night's open line, last call, starts now.